0: To the Don't Cut Me Off, Let Me Finish podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about some heavy things today. Got a topic on uh, race and sports. Um, also going to be grinding my gears about some of the events that happened this weekend. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to go. I was reading said Frank Wright stuck his neck out for Carson yeah. Wentz and he did and then he had to apologize to the owner for yeah it. Skip, but the thing is here's the thing when Carson Wentz is good he's really really good not great really good but when he's bad he's downright awful Yep. and I think the thing is and because if you look at there's a stretch skip where I mean if you look at his total numbers skip they're not bad 27 touchdowns seven interceptions but if you look at like the first couple of games and then the bo- the last two games, all we got to do is win one. Yep. Okay, we lose to the Raiders. Okay, baby, let's go Jacksonville. We got Jacksonville lined up. Yep. They done that. They have already fired their coach. They got nothing to really to play for. We have everything to play for. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't get it done. He had a thirteen. 13- That's where I wanted to stop at, y'all. I just. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. They talk about Carson Wentz, you know, he's a, a bad teammate, and then they question his mental state as far as his mindset is concerned when it comes to is he mentally strong enough to be able to handle certain situations. Well, this is what I'll say about that. When you have a coach coach brings you in. Now, I'm looking at Carson Wentz's stats right now. He had 3,500 passing yards, 27 touchdowns, and 7 interceptions. Now, any other quarterback, that is actually good stats. But they gave up on him because he couldn't get the last two games that they needed to go to the playoffs. Now, they're making a big deal of how The coach had to go to the owner apologizing what are you apologizing before his stats actually aren't bad why aren't you going into the next year building on that yeah he made a mistake yeah he didn't get the job done but with the stats that he had that doesn't mean that you don't allow him the opportunity to be able to move forward and see what he can do for the coach next year I mean, you talk about trying to build somebody up and tear them down. That's the prime example. And then you wonder why a, a quarterback doesn't have faith or his confidence is shot because he'll get somebody there to tell him that I believe in you, I trust you, and we're going to be with you and we're going to help you. And then after one year, he turns his back on him and makes every excuse to why he was disappointed in a person that's ridiculous and the take that they gave on that as far as you know is nothing you can do what can be done blah, blah 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 no it ain't even about that it's about how as a quarterback when i am told that you don't post to make mistakes when you don't post to have um a lot of turnovers he had a game where he struggled two games but he still wasn't given the opportunity to come back. The team itself, they roster. It's not all that great besides the running back. Yeah, they had a good defense. That Pittman, he can't get past the snail. He's just tall. They don't have no burners. They don't have no really fast receivers. But my whole opinion on that is give him another chance. Go about it next year, then make that decision. He had done nothing this year besides having a hiccup in a playoff game. He's done nothing to tell you that he shouldn't deserve an opportunity to build on that. I mean, hell, Aaron Rodgers can go into the playoffs and lose every year, and he still gets the opportunity to come back. He becomes a scrub in the playoffs, but he still gets to come back. I just believe Carson Wentz, his mindset is fractured due to having coaches Saying they believe in him, and then all of a sudden they turn their back. So I just really wanted to touch on that because that that one right there that bothered me, man. That bothered me. Now he's with the Washington Commanders, and obviously Ron Rivera feels like you know what, I got that 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 young man had an actually actually good year, and you know I believe in him, and I'm gonna I'm gonna trade give some draft picks for him. So hopefully, you know Carson Wentz goes to a team, to me that's much better. Uh, in my opinion, he has the offensive weapons. He has some very good receivers on the outside, good tight end, decent offensive line, good running back, and actuality, Washington Commanders have a great defense. the The year that I forgot what that was two years ago, their defense was very good. This year, they kind of underperformed with, with injuries and stuff like that. But I think he's in a better situation than he was with the Colts. And that's just my opinion. And I think uh, I think uh, Ron Rivera, I think that was a genius move on his part. All the negativity, all the trying to break people down mentally, you know, mental health is real. It's real in sports and it's real in life, you know? So if you don't think that someone telling you they're gonna do something and then you don't do it, don't affect you, you ask a kid whose father said, I'm coming to get you in the morning. So you can come spend time with me, and he don't show up. That affects you because you're expecting your father to come because he told you he was going to come, and he promised you he was going to come, and he had, had, you know, and he had your back. He's going to be there for you, and he don't show up. That can affect you whether you're a man or a child. I don't care who you are. Now I want to get on the Milwaukee Bucks they lost to the Golden State Warriors um, but that's not what bothered me you know I was listening to a talk show host I don't know who he was but the Bucks lost the game in which Clay Thompson and um, I forgot the other young man He had a he had a big game as well. Um let me let me look up uh his stats real quick. Hold up. His name is Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is his name. Jordan Poole had let me look at it really quick. Jordan Poole had 30 points. Andrew Wiggins had 21. Clay Thompson had 38. And then they got some scoring from other players. Another guy uh had 14. And then I look at the Bucks. The Bucks, you know, they wasn't far off. They had, you know, eighteen from Middleton, thirty one from Giannis, thirteen from Drew, twelve from Grayson Allen, fifteen from Serge Ibaka. The problem was Clay Thompson was hot. He couldn't be stopped. He was hidden. If Clay needed every single point of that and Jordan Poole as well, in order to beat the Bucks. But did what what bothered me was what bothered me was that this sports announcer was going to be like, yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, man, I mean, when what, what are they going to do now? What are they going to do now? What are you talking about? It's one game. And this is what I talk about with these sports analysts and these talk shows do. One little game, all of a sudden, um, the world is over for a team. Man, it's one game. Two players had good nights. That happens in the NBA to the best of the team. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. In the end, the Bucs is in the East. They're in the West. When we meet in the finals, if they go to the finals and if the Bucks go to the finals, then we can talk about one game at a time and making adjustments. It was a game where Golden State shot better. That's it. They shot better. There's nothing wrong with the Bucks. There's nothing wrong with the Bucks, But, you always need a talking point. You always need a narrative. And that's the type of stuff that they do, and that's the type of stuff that I hate. That's the type of stuff that I really hate. But moving on, I wanted to go, I wanted to grind on uh, one more thing before I got to my topic, and it's um, the sport of boxing. Is anybody bothered that boxing does not put on the best fights anymore? How all the top fighters are running for... I mean, you can't even have two losses. If you have two losses, you lose the opportunity to make a big payday. I just, for the life of me, I, I don't understand that. I just remember fights back in the day like Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, uh, Tommy Hitman Hearns, Muhammad Ali these uh, against um, um, Joe Frazier. I mean, these guys fought multiple times. These were clashes. You get some of the best fights when the best fighters fight each other. But now you got these promoters trying to milk these fighters that are doing well and they won't allow them to fight against top, top people in their division. They instead have them dance around, fight fighters they know they can win so they can keep catching the money. How can you have a legacy when all you fight is bums? I like Canelo. I just want to see Canelo fight a tough fighter. I want, to, I want to see him stop saying, oh yeah, you need to do this and need to do that. No, fight all the best fighters. That's how you build a legacy. Not trying to, I know they're trying to make sure you, you keep getting the high money. But you know what great fighters do when they lose? They come back and win. Muhammad yeah. Ali got knocked down, he came back and won. Joe Frazier got knocked down, He came back and won. Holyfield came back and won when he got knocked down. These fighters nowadays, the promoters, they are just not allowing the best fighters fight. I believe that you're cheating your fans when you do that. Um, It's not hurting nobody but your pockets when it comes to the promoters because the fans want to see repeat fights. Oh, you need to make the fights that you know people are going to come to them. If you're so worried about ratings or this fighter didn't draw, then put up fighters at the peak of their game so we can see the best fighting. And that's why these fighters need to learn how to become independent. They need to learn how to promote their self. Get out of these contracts where you can fight any fighter you want to, where you don't have to sit there and be held in a slave contract and fight who they want you to fight. Well, you can set up to fight the best fighters because that's what the people want to see. People don't want to see garbage fights. They don't want to see trash fights. You wonder why boxing sucks and UFC is better? There's uh, one thing I can say about Dana White. Dana White puts on the best fights. And it's very entertaining and it's brutal. It's a gladiator sport. But ain't nothing like the sweet science of boxing. That's why UFC destroys boxing. Boxing have maybe one or two fights a year that draws well, whereas Dana is having consistent big fights, pay-per-view numbers. Boxing used to be back then, like that, in the golden ages of the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. And then it just fell off the cliff. It's ridiculous. just wanted to hit on that, grind my gears on those topics, but I'm going to be moving into race and sports and the slave and master mentality that's going on in the sports today. That's very, very sad to see, and I want to hit you right out the gate. situation like Colin Kaepernick's where he stood up for something that he believed in but he was immediately persecuted for it. And the reason he was persecuted for it because the NFL is about money. It's not about social justice. It doesn't care. You had a president like Trump that was dividing the nation and then you tell somebody if you don't stand for the flag You're disrespecting the flag. Even if a person says he's not disrespecting the flag, but I'm standing for a social reason. Because people are being killed, beat, and wrongfully mistreated. But what do the good old boys club do? The gatekeepers, the NFL owners. They take the narrative away. They turn it into you're disrespecting the flag. such, they get their fans to turn on Colin Kaepernick, where he may have a pocket full of fans that support him and understand him, but the masses, the one that matters to the owners, are the ticket buyers, and those are the ones that refuse to see Colin Kaepernick back in the league. That's why none of these owners gave him a chance, not only that, he sued and won, But do that mean because you sue your job and win that you shouldn't be able to work at that job again? That's job discrimination. So basically you're saying, I don't have a right to speak up against something that I think is wrong in a job and still work at a job. Basically, that's what the NFL said. That's why Colin Kaepernick has been on a job all these years. And anybody in the league or any player in the league that supported him, they were lucky to have a job because they're the gatekeeper. They control the narrative. No one really supported Colin Kaepernick. It was a fake support. You had a few players and personalities and stars aligned with him. You had Nike aligned with him because what he was saying was right. But you think you're going to get a Tom Brady, a Drew Brees? You think you're going to get them to show up for social justice? No, they'll speak it. They'll talk about it. They'll say how unfair it is and it ain't right and things need to change. But you think that they're going to jump on the sword and put everything on the line? No. Because they're worried about their brand. They're not worried about true social justice. Tom Brady is not finna mess his brand up by siding with minorities. And having minorities in your family doesn't mean anything. We're talking about social justice, fairness. But see, this is the slave and master mentality that we have. You got the football players. You got basketball players. 70% black. 95% white owners. You got billionaires against millionaires. Baseball. Predominantly Latino. All white owners. Again. Where it's predominantly white, no black players, all white owners, and as well as soccer, where it's just kind of a mixed bag. But then you wonder why these players don't stand up. Why would they stand up? Let's keep it 100. I'm getting $15 million a year. I got a nice house. I got a Mercedes Benz. I'm living a good life. I got a foundation. I'm doing stuff Mm -hmm. in my community. I'm doing stuff in my community. Why would I fall on a sword for social justice? What do the owners do? They treat you like you're a slave. What happened with slaves? The owners, slave masters that get up there, they looking for the cream of the crop. They looking for the strongest, the biggest, and the toughest. Colin Kaepernick hit it on that, and he was on to something. Because when I sat back and I looked at it, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a great comparison. Modern day slave owner mentality. And then when you get a couple people that breaks out of that mentality, you look crazy. LeVar Ball. Kanye West. You make them out to look like they lunatics. Because they want ownership of their stuff. It's okay for Jerry Jones to have ownership of all this stuff. It's an American dream when he does it. But when an African American or a minority does it, a problem and the slave and the owner mentality is in music as well but in the NFL you got a billionaire paying somebody millions makes you a millionaire they make 20 billion dollars they don't care about giving you 15 million dollars you're making them billions upon billions and on the back of slaves owner was making money hand over fist and when that strong slave that was Good at what he do. The very best slave was able was able to do everything that other people couldn't do. Once, once he could no longer do it, what did they do to him? They either want tossed him to the side, hanged him, or replace them with another strong, strapping younger person. This is the model that's going on in sports today. And I'm going to use football. You get out there on the combine. They measure you. They're looking for the best athlete. And you know what? They're looking to replace their old athlete that they no longer have any use for. They didn't use them and abused them for 10 to 15 years. And they're no longer willing to pay you. So they let you go. You're not worth anything. You have generated me billions over these 10, 15 years. The good thing about it is I can just cut you anytime I want. That's in all the sports. The best, or get the best athlete, using and abuse them, and then cut them loose. They do it in the UFC. They prod them out there, peak condition. Ain't a white sitting in the back, making the matches, making the money. Talk crazy about anybody that want money or want fairness. What he tell you to do? If you don't like it. You're going to get yourself beat to death for the money that I wanted you to want to pay you while you make me money hand over fist. And if you open your mouth about what I'm paying you, I'll cut you. And I'll go find another one. And another one. And another one. Because once you're no good, to your owner. They get rid of you. They use you up, chew you, and spit you out. Look at look how Dana go about it. Once a fighter just not looking good. Oh. He's, he's all. He's done. He's over the hill. He gots to go. I'm doing a favor for him. He's been a great fighter. Here's the prop-up. He's a great champion. One of the greatest of all time. But it's just time. It's time. for And just like that. You're out of the limelight. And Dana's there propping up the next. You. The next John Jones. The next. Rampage Jackson. Football. Pretty much the same thing. The next. Jerry Rice. The next. Deion Sanders once they're done using you up you're gone that's it and what the players don't understand man if every single player I mean everyone including the quarterbacks told them we're not playing fans come to see the product on the field they don't come to see the owner. They come to see the product on the field. So if every single sport decided we not playing, you will bankrupt the NFL. Don't nobody want to see generic players. I don't go to the store for Walmart brand shoes. I go to the store for Nikes. People don't come to see backups. That's an off brand. That's the XFL. They come to see the name brand, the Tom Brady, the Patrick Mahomes. I'm not there to see Jock Johnson. I don't want to see Jock Johnson. But ain't nobody going to do that. Tom Brady not going to do that. Drew Brees not going to do that. All these other white quarterbacks that's in a certain place in their life not finna step on the line for social justice. They're going to tote the line. They're going to show their concern. But you ain't going to get out there and march. They got a brand of themselves to worry about. It ain't about what's right or wrong. It's about how much money I'm going to be losing or how much money I got to make once I'm not playing. That's why Colin Kaepernick has fell on the sword. He fell on the sword. And they continue to keep him out because he stood up and he won. Brian Flores. The blessed thing about that situation is that he got a job with Pittsburgh. But let's not be fooled, y'all. Let's not be fooled. The devil is in the details. Mm -hmm. NFL not stupid. They not a billion dollar business for no reason. You got a man suing for uh, racial discrimination. And then you don't give him a job. Nah. The NFL gonna be able to say hey look. He's suing us. We respect his accusations. Hey, look, he's even on the Pittsburgh Steelers staff. And he's an associate head coach. We're not racially discriminating against nobody. Oh, man, they play. What a hand. What a hand. (laughs) Beautiful. That was beautiful. Beautifully played. I have to clap for that one. That was beautifully played. Look at these boxing promoters. Build up these boxers. Drain them while they get their pockets lined up. Get their brains beat in. And then when they lose three fights, they're no good no more. Some of these fighters get used up badly. And they're poor. They're they're, they're struggling. They're brain dead. They're killing themselves. Money is more important than your health. They don't care about your social justice. They care about how much money they got. But if you all lined up and decided not to play, all the players from every sport, I guarantee you, you got power. LeBron James, his buddies, they got power. That's a, that's a, that's a minority strength right there. They took, they, took, they took control of the narrative. Jordan got power. Jay-Z got power. As a black man or as a minority, you have to understand that you got power. But these owners, your masters, they're the puppet masters. You're gonna get talk show host that's gonna come and oh, agree and say, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't realize what you're going through. Of course you can't. You're in the majority. Of course you don't understand. You're going to get some talk show host that's going to say they've been discriminated against them. I did this and did that. But you, you'll get them to, to line only so far. Because if they go too far, they're going to get fired. And they master going to swap them out with somebody else that's going to do what they telling them to do. Them brothers ain't going to lose out on that money. It's money. That's all it got to do with. You got to you got to if you got a platform and you can't speak openly in your platform, you're a slave. It's just facts. You can get up there and belittle and downgrade uh, 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 minority men and women. all because, All for the name of a dollar. Give me, give me a break. How can you take someone serious? If you really can't have freedom of speech, because freedom of speech is not freedom of speech. It's freedom of choice. You choosing what you're going to talk about. You get up on ESPN and think you can just say what you want to say, and watch how quick you'll be back on that TV screen apologizing, saying I'm sorry. The owners of networks, sports teams, record companies, they're puppet masters. They're billionaires. You're millionaires. You make them money hand over fist and when they're done with you, they get rid of you. Same thing with music. You can be the hottest person for the month, for a year. You need a hit. Sometimes you can live off that hit for the rest of your life. You see too many of these artists talking about how they broke. These white executives, they controlling the narrative. Yeah, 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 come on. Yeah, more blood, more drive-by shooting, more more killing each other. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's bringing in so much money. Don't stop. I don't want to hear anything positive. I want to hear how you're going to blow your cousin's head off. And if you can't do that, I'll cut your record deal, put you in debt, and get somebody else that will. They got gatekeepers in comedy. You're dictating. You're dictating. A gatekeeper is somebody that dictates who's going to be successful, who's not going to be successful, who's going to go along to get along, or who's just not going to be irrelevant at all. They will destroy you. Give me one good reason why Colin Kaepernick is not in the league. You can't. How in the hell you got a league at the NBA where all the coaches are white? Leading black men. So basically they saying they don't have faith enough that a black man can lead his own people. That makes sense because you don't see a lot of black generals in the army. That's very far and in between. They don't think that a black coach can lead men. They can lead a basketball team, a player, a good player, superstar player, can be the leader of a team, but oh, hell no, he cannot coach. Coach up black men to be successful. Not smart enough. That's the only thing I can say. It takes an old, wise white man to be able to guide and lead you to, into the right direction. That's in football as well. How is it not one African-American or Hispanic owner. There is a minority owner. But why are they not pushing? Why would they? You got 30 white men. Billionaires. Making money 20 times over. They're paying their slaves millions of dollars until they're tired of paying them. And they reproduce more by going out and finding someone to replace you after I'm done, destroying your body. Like I said, you're blinded by you're wealthy, you got everything you want, your party and having a good time, women. You ain't looking at the big picture. Ownership. Power of self. Being a leader, not a follower. When you're in sports, you are a follower. You're not a leader. A leader. Is the owner who controls, dictates, defines, sets the sets the precedent as far as what he is expecting. And if you want to get money from him, you're gonna do it. Or you'll get a few to jump off the wagon and go against. But it's only a few. You ain't never seen these white quarterbacks speak up. Never. They don't care. They're not interested. They do the dog and pony show, and that's about it. because you go into a neighborhood and feed some kids, what is that? Walk hand in hand with the black players, Hispanic players. Get out there and risk your job to make change for everyone, but they're not gonna do that. It's too much money. It's big business. When the when the when the when the when the Employee figure out that they are really in control, that's when everything goes downhill. The owners are only sitting up on, on that fat cat mountain because of the players. So how is it that you can't see if you stop, you take control. At least put it yourself in a situation to have better. Opportunity. How is Roger Goodell not making it his top priority to have at least five black owners or minority owners? Because he's he is employed by the master. He's a slave himself. He's a puppet. He's the face. He's the head. He's a body. And they're the brain. They got to have some showmanship. You got to go back and forth here and there to make it look like, you know, he got some power. Man, they vote, they vote him to keep his job. They vote to give him raises. Adam Silver is a little bit better when it comes to stuff like that. But still more needs to be done. Dana White just, man, he just taught these dudes out like slabs of meat. It is crazy. And he rich, Dana rich. He speaks from a, from, from, from a place of power. You strip all that from Dana White. You strip him down to make him a normal person. He ain't talking reckless like that. I promise you, he's not talking reckless like that. People don't like to hear how they really are as a person when someone is analyzed. No one's saying that Dana White is not a good person. But he is worth a couple hundred million dollars. So he's not relating to the players, to the the, the fighters. He rich already. They're the ones getting a little bit of nothing to get their brains beat in. And only certain fighters get the money. Think about that, man. That's crazy. You can die in that ring he's going to tell you what you can and can't have. What is your life worth? Your life is worth $350,000 with a $60,000 win bonus. And if you don't like that, Michael Jackson. What is the football players telling you? Football owners telling you when you get out there and break, break your knee and snap your fibula and your bone come out. Mend them up. Get a surgery. And when you come back, if you suck we're gonna cut you and we'll draft somebody that can replace you. Appreciate the time you gave. You ain't worth nothing. You are a piece of meat. And when the meat is rotten, you throw it away. That's in every sport. Once your skills decline, goodbye. Y'all making the owners so much money. Like I said, you can make a hundred million dollars, two hundred million dollars. You can be a great person outside of your sport and become very successful as an entrepreneur. You have more power than that, but you're unwilling to use it because of what you can lose. And I'm speaking in a place of of being broke. But you're not going to mess up your opportunity to keep your wealth. You're not going to stand for righteousness when it means you're going to lose your wealth. You don't see Bill Belichick. He don't care. He don't make no men. Bill Belichick, you coached all black men. Most of these coaches coach black players. They love you. No, they love what you can do. If Lawrence Taylor wasn't Lawrence Taylor, Bill Belichick don't love him like a son. He love him like a son for what he can do on the field. I love him as a human being, got to know him as a human being because what he was doing on the field. If he wasn't doing those things, he's just another brother. Let's be 100, let's keep it real. When you talk highly of these people, it's because of what they can do for you. When the owner is so appreciative, it's because of what you can do, what what you done did for him. You, You probably are a great person. The owner probably is a good person, but in the end it was beneficial for both. He made you a millionaire. And you made him a billionaire. So there's some respect. there. But once you start trying to get up there with them, that's when they get up and they transform into hell no. Get back to your place, boy. You, get, you stay down there and keep making me that money. And when you can't make that money, I'm going to get rid of you. I don't care if you've got a house over here and a house over there and a yacht over here. I have generational wealth. You have the type of wealth that you'll be so foolish, you'll spend it on $500,000 necklaces, $200,000 pinky rings. That ain't nothing but ignorance. And that's what Jay-Z be trying to tell people when he be talking. He been through all the stages. He trying to say, look, I've been through all the stages. Let me tell you what y'all should be doing now. Skip the stage of buying a necklace for $500,000 when you only got a million in the bank account. This is, for, this is for athletes. This is for rappers. This is for any entertainer. What are you trying to prove? Oh, you're trying to show that you're rich. Hmm. Well, real rich people don't try to show you that they're rich. I don't need to drive a million-dollar car to show you I got money. How about I just buy that whole building? You buy the five hundred thousand dollar car, I'll go buy a five hundred thousand dollar restaurant and flip my money while your car depreciates, and then when you try to sell it, you don't get it back a good return for what you bought for it. Fourteen million dollar watch. It ain't got nothing to do with hating. It's like, you got it, but do that make sense? You can do all the helping, all the going around, handing out turkeys, I get it, I get it. And and who who are we to talk about how you do with your money and what you do with your money? But I'm just talking about how you being viewed by the ones that own you. That's why Floyd Mayweather, he can do a $14 million watch. It's not a bad investment for him because you know why? He done flipped all his money. He got a strip club. He got many, of many properties. He ain't stupid. He owned his own promotional company. He's not a slave. He's a boss. So he bought a $14 million watch. That's because he probably had a great investment. Something that panned out that made him $30 million. And he just wanted to have something to I'm not gonna act like these super billionaire people don't be buying ridiculously priced fifty million dollar homes, hundred and twenty three million dollar homes. So you got the money to spend, hell yeah, spend. It. But I'm talking about up and coming athletes. Y'all so caught up with the women and splurging, y'all don't know y'all gonna be old one day. You are gonna be a Latrell Sprewell, broke. Sixty million dollars, but now you're broke. Antoine Walker, over a hundred million dollars, now he broke. He talk about it. He in a better place now. But people don't care. The owners got y'all right where they want y'all. They probably sit up in these rooms smoking cigars, talking about yeah. Yeah. He got about three more years and I'm letting him go. I'm tired of playing him. He done did all I needed him to do. I done made about at least three hundred million only had to give him 70 man i love my life <laughs> that's what they doing that's what they do but if the players just just stand up the boxers the ufc fighters everybody stand up you can shut a company down you hear me you can shut a company down get out of this narrative become a lion not a follower. Hyenas, they roam in packs. They fight in packs. A lion, he can fight five hyenas by himself. He a leader. He don't follow nobody. Where is that leader mentality at? Where is that I am king at? Start laying your foundation now. Have bigger goals. That's why I love LeBron. Jalen Rose as well, and there's a couple other people out here that's doing it. That I don't know, that's doing it as well. That's a straight up CEO, owning your own business. That's what it's about. They don't want to see that, Black Wall Street. They burnt that. They burnt that town down. They was doing so, doing too well. Too many wealthy blacks. Too many wealthy minorities. Why are we a threat when we have money? It's okay when we broke. But we have education. We sound too articulate. We sound smart. We're a threat. When is people just going to stand up? Shaq, a boss. Magic, a boss. These are black leaders who's doing things, that's, that's providing jobs. Stefan Marbury with his Starberry shoe. get mad at um, Kanye West because he don't want to give Spotify and all these other streaming services all his money. He want all of it. That's why he did what he did. He's transcending. He's trying to set it up for the next artist that come to show them you can have all your money. You should never be in a situation where you're broke and you done made manipulate to take advantage of you and you don't find out until you're 60 or 55 and then you try to get back on the road man you're too tired now come on man independence is the way to go in everything but I just wanted to get that off my chest man. the way these owners and these promoters are just treating People that you're calling product or you're saying are not worth whatever they're asking for. How are you going to tell a person what they worth? They know why you ain't worth $400 million. Ain't nobody worth that. But you know why you're doing so well. You know why these owners are doing so well. Because the product that you have is making you all your money. But once that product is gone, you ain't making no money. And you know that. If McDonald's say they out of burgers and fries, ain't nobody coming to that restaurant. So if you lose all your name brand assets, you're done. It takes unity though, from top to bottom, from coaches, quarterbacks, basketball players, football, uh, uh, soccer, all, all the sports. Look at look at Hamilton. Uh, Lewis Hamilton. Look how they finessed him out of his eighth championship. Because they tired of seeing that black man win in a sport where there's predominantly Europeans, white Europeans at that. But he showed you that he's a lion. Of course, he's bothered and affected. But he stood back up on his feet and he got right back into that driver's seat and he took control. He took control and these people still talk. But I just want the players to understand y'all are in control. And all these sportcasters and all these celebrities that tote the line, I told you why they do that. I told you why they do that. It's a reason. but I appreciate you, God. I'm out of here. Until next time, we can get back together and do it all over again. Have a blessed day.